Just heaps of factory outlets. My dad used to get a, oh my dad. My dad has this shirt. It got he got banned from wearing it to my school in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just the Facebook logo and it just says fake boobs. <laughs> Hello and welcome along to the community notice board. Alright. Let's do it. Welcome to Community Notice Board, a podcast about the communities we grew up in, uh, hometown heroes, local urban legends, and coming-of-age tales. We've got a very fun special guest today, very funny comedian, Emma Holland. Emma, Ooh. how are you? Thanks for having me. And I believe Emma is our first international. international. Unless you... Well, you don't count Norfolk Island, I guess. No, I don't think so. No. That's <laughs> brutal. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, don't count, you don't count the Hills District, do you? That's a real what, racist Australian <laughs> thing. But look at this foreigner from Norfolk Island, you know. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> Back, you know, you know. So, 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 did we say Emma? No. You were from, or you grew up in? Yeah, in Bandung, Indonesia. Bandung, Bandung. Yeah. Indonesia. So, not like an international guest. I am Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Before you cut, turn cut. it off, we'll, we'll, we'll edit listeners. that. We'll edit that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Bandung, and so, how did you end up there? Was it was it a family moving there for yeah, work? Yeah, yeah. Got a uh, dad in defence. Oh, so moved okay. around a lot as a kid. So right. it was, yeah, I didn't know which city to talk about because I don't really have a hometown. I just kind of moved around a lot. Yeah, so yeah. This so was the most formative, I guess. <laughs> right. So was Bandung the longest as well? Uh, yeah, Canberra's like a little bit longer, I think, but I was like, I can't, that's kind of adding up years when I was like a kid and don't remember anything. Yeah, right. Mm. So how long were you actually in Bandung? What ages? Uh, so a total of six years from 10 until I was 16. Perfect. Formative. This is just Formative. like you. You're, yeah, you're it's the exact same trajectory yeah. pretty much. I was in Holland for six years in international oh, no school. Way. So I know like a lot of people who moved to um, like Asia, like Singapore, Hong Kong. Were you in Den Haag? Mm. Uh, I was in a town very close to Den Haag okay. called Vossenaar. And um, but like I actually two internationals exactly. Wow. We're gonna have Can to in the video. <laughs> We're gonna have to have subtitles in the video. And yeah. the tour. <laughs> well, I um because I was meant to move to Singapore one year, <gasps> and like I'd said my goodbyes to everyone. This is before the internet, before mobile phones. I had a rotary phone in my house, so um, I'd <laughs> said, said goodbye, and like when you. Because my whole family is English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is so much fun to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially when you get really quick at it as well. <laughs> one through one double uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. number. <laughs> I can tell you every pizza delivery number <laughs> in every country in the world. That's my talent. But yeah, I, I said goodbye to everyone. And then I went to England for the summer to see my family, which most people do. They go to a different country to see their family. And then I the trip, I mean, the move to Singapore completely fell apart. So then I just showed up in year seven. I was like, hey, everyone. They're like, fuck, I thought we got rid of them. <laughs> I was like, I'm back. Just doing it for attention. Like, I'm going to go to Singapore. <laughs> fuck you guys. You're going to be friends you, with me. You guys call me fat too much. I'm going to Singapore where they appreciate a hearty appetite. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jamie, all the Dutch words you know seem to just be local Dutch delicacies as well. I feel like all, you're, the, the, when we talked about your hometown, it's like, oh, they've got this strudel thing at the bar. And well, it's different. <laughs> so, like, put on an accent when you say it as well. Yeah, well, you've got to do the you got to do the sound for any G's. Which what, what, is what was one of them? There was some bar food or something. Oh What's wow, that? there's tons. There's frikandel, which is it's like a gorgeous. Everything is just a, a pre-cooked thing that then has been fried to the shit house, <laughs> and now they have like little vending machines that do it, and they're just like hot and they come out. It's gorgeous. And there's one called kip corn, which is just a. Uh, 
like a slurry of chicken and vegetables and then it's deep fried and it's like a big sausage. That's really good. Cool. I mean, one <laughs> time- I'll, I'll yeah. check how long we got on the SD card because Jamie's, <laughs> Jamie's going to go off on a I tour. got a Dutch cookbook. I've been making stuff from it. It's great. Fuck yeah. So Emma, is a delicacy of, of a 10-year-old to a 16-year-old in, in Indonesia where you're like, was it, were you just, were you getting involved in local stuff as well or were you just like really like a kid sort of, yeah. Out of fish out of water sort of scenario. Oh, definitely at first, for yeah. sure. I think I was kind of lucky. I was very localised to, like, the international kid experience mm. where, like, you know, you, you're in your, like, compound. You, you're All your friends are international kids. So there was a lot, like, I definitely didn't have the experience of, like, a local Indonesian person. Mm. And the international, what's the mix of, like, is it Americans and British and, or is it international? And is it people from all over the world sort of? That, that's staying with you in those compounds? I can speak. Mine was a British international school. So I would mm. say that like 50 to 60% were British and then there'd be a few Americans, but they would usually go to the American school. Yeah. And then it would just be people from all over. Mostly people whose dads worked for Shell who would just move them like every year. So you'd like make best friends and then they'd be like, well, I'm off to Dubai. And you'd be like, oh, yeah. well, I hope you come back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the same. It was a very big South Korean population at my school. Mm. And then a lot of kids who were like half European, half Indonesian. So they just okay. chose to live there. So it was there. fairly international for an international school. Yeah. And then yeah. we had, there was like a uh, like Christian missionary school where all the like white American kids went. And oh, I was like one of the of only course. white kids at my school. And oh. I was seeing all these like American kids doing all this cool American stuff. <laughs> Asked my parents, I'm like, I want to go there. And they're like, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's one where you're like, thank God I listened to my parents. Yeah, yeah honestly. Yeah. Oh, my God. But believe it or not, I already uh, – one of the first things I found was a local Bandung piece of cuisine, Alex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no surprises there <laughs> that I've been cooking for seven months now. I typed in Bandung and it said, do you mean local cuisine, Bandung? <laughs> and, no. Ooh, I do now. <laughs> yeah. And it's called Batagor, I believe. Yeah, which love is, Batagor. Yeah, it sounds delicious. It's what, like, what is it? Yeah, you go tell. Uh, it's like – I don't know how to explain it. It's it's like little fried dumpling type things, but you eat them with like this really like thick peanutty sauce. Okay. Which is um also very similar to Holland because Holland and <laughs> Indo- well Holland and Indonesia have a, like a big connection because like the yeah, Dutch people yeah. were colonizers there early, so they're very like Holland and Indonesia is very into like thick peanut satay sauce. Mm. It's right. incredible. That was the first thing I read was that Bandung has a lot of old like Dutch architecture and stuff. Yeah, that got it's re- gorgeous. Reclaimed. Yeah. Um, and what sort of like I, I love that you like call it a compound. That sounds fucking oh, sick. Awesome. I'm just picturing because you said your dad in defense compound. I'm just yeah. picturing your old man M16 like <laughs> sneaking out on patrol. You know, sandbags at the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let those weird white American kids in. Yeah. Uh, it was the way it was set up. Was um, it, the compound only had like five or six houses in it, and it was usually just expats. Right. Um, but there was like a big gate at the front with two guards. And they'd like check whatever cars came in. And then there was a gate at the front of your house as well with a guard. And they would like check. But I don't think they had guns or anything. Honestly, I don't know what they would have done if someone with a gun had come in. They probably would have been like, okay, (laughs) welcome. Stop stop that. (laughs) Get out of here. I'm going to tell on you. (laughs) Did you become like mates with the guards? Yeah, I loved him. Especially when I was like a real young kid. I used to like play soccer with them and stuff. (laughs) These guards are slacking off on the (laughs) (laughs) job. They used to like just sit and smoke and play cards. Because like what else do you do with your day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they were absolute angels. And I went back to visit a couple years ago and I went back to my old house because like we were friends with the people who lived there. And the guard recognized me. He was like, 
Emma? I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Lovely so to see you. It's like the soccer ball's been accumulating <laughs> dust. <all night>. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you have one more kick around with me? <laughs> we did. Um, we didn't get a drink from you, uh, but we did. Look, we thought Indonesia. Why not? Let's go straight to the bintang. Love bintang. So uh, let's crack them open because yeah, I'm sure. itching for one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I saw a Drew about three minutes ago, just with his hand around <laughs> the neck of one. I was like, he clearly wants to bring up the segment so he can get to the beer. <laughs> Thank you. So I, I'm naive because I've been to Bali like twice. Yeah, I've been to Bali once for a box pay. So I'm very much part of the problem when it comes to like <laughs> visiting Indonesia. I, I didn't know. I, I only, I didn't even know if Bintang was a, a Bali island thing or an Indonesian thing, but it's for all Indonesian. Um, but it's just that Bali sells the most singlets of Bintang, I yeah. think, yeah. anywhere Spot else. On. Or at least the, the amount that come back to Australia. But I, yeah, I've been there twice and like, uh, so is ben, ben, uh, Bandung, has that got a bit of a touristy vibe as well? Or is it more just like a, a, a city? Yeah, you're probably it's not catching much of like the Aussie trash that goes no, to Bali, No, right? I think anytime you saw like a white person, it was like a big deal. Like, well, oh, okay. why are you oh, here? Wow. Yeah, like, yeah. It was suspicious, you know? <laughs> uh, Go, let's get him, you know? <laughs> lots of local tourism. So Bandung's like a big... Uh, like fashion capital, so like lots of factory outlets. So people from Jakarta, like the capital, used to come down on the weekends and shop there. Right, but not a lot of yeah footy end of year trips and Jamie and his nerd. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, it's like you know you can be the. I guess it's the same two evils divided. If you're like an Australian, you're like yeah I went to Bali, but I don't actually do the whole salmon yak thing with the expat stuff. I just go ruin local spots with my drunkenness. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah. And I, don't, I don't congregate with them. I go to bars and ruin your experience. Yeah, and like Kuda and salmon yak and all that. Like those people are they. Aussie tourists like fund their life. Do you know what I mean? So you yeah. go to their place and you're drinking at their restaurants and all that, and you're not causing a, a muck up, but you're just a ridiculous tourist. That's a good thing. You go and you try to do the whole island hopping and like get in. Yeah, all yeah, these other yeah. local places that you're like, just stay away from that. You know, yeah. we, we, they made a little spot for you. It's yeah. called Kuta Beach. Yeah. Shut up, you know. Yeah. I get so Put pretentious when I go to Bali because yeah. I get so stressed. I don't want them to think I'm just like a tourist. So I like speak in Indonesian. I'm like, I'm uh. actually one of you. So. <laughs> Salamat pagi. <laughs> I did Indonesian in year three. That's the only thing I remember. That's all you need. And also honestly. our pohon, which I believe means tree. Pohon, yeah. Look at that. There you go. There you go. There you go. A smart boy. <laughs> so we can add yeah, that plus yeah. Jamie's dessert knowledge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just the language. Him, me just being like, Badagor, Badagor, Badagor. <laughs> and then being like, all right, put him behind the velvet rope. He can go to the exclusive area. <laughs> I, I was like just looking, you know, on Lonely Planet and the mm. Wikipedia for Bandung and stuff. And yeah, the Lonely Planet starts off, Bandung is a city of punks and prayer, serious religion and serious coffee. And I was like, Fuck! That's the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard. Is that is that a thing? Or is I it, guess so. Or is this one of these Lonely Planet guys who de- doesn't actually go to the spot and just writes whatever, phones it in, and, and gets paid? Se- was it serious? Religion? Serious religion and serious coffee. I mean, it was pretty religious. I read there were tea plantations. I don't know about coffee. Yeah, but yeah, tea plantations. That was a big it's thing. Super beautiful up mm. in the like, like Lembang up in the hills, like in the right. north. Super, super pretty. I found um because I was looking for things that. I could relate to. Uh, <laughs> and of course I found an Aussie cafe. Uh, so there's an Aussie cafe. I think I know about this. I think this opened the year I left. Like it was like a one month crossover and it was a big deal because they had meat pies and I hadn't had a meat pie in five years. Yeah, that they have a lot of good reviews and everyone, I don't, but I don't know if it's like just 
Westerners like me giving good reviews because you go over there and you're like, finally, a meat pie, you know? <laughs> Five stars. I'm sick of eating all this amazing <laughs> noodle but, dishes. But there's a one review from this person. It's, like, it's called Down to Earth Now. I think it was called Cafe Oz, but it's the same place. Yeah. And she's like, fantastic coffee. They wrote my name on the cup. And, it's from, <laughs> and that's from Lorraine. It's like, Lorraine... Everyone can write your name, okay? Like, it's yeah, not like Lorraine. some Indonesian name where it's a really long name. and like, hey, they got my name right. No, it's fucking Lorraine. And then uh, and so everyone else has given this place amazing reviews. Has she been to any coffee store? They usually write your name. I know. That's what I thought. Yeah, Starbucks is going to blow her mind. <laughs> dog I gotcha. Two R's, yes. I found this local little Seattle joint that's expanded worldwide. <laughs> But then the, the only other bad review I... Well, only the only bad review I found was one guy who was a local, I guess, or, you know, I guess not Aussie, because he's like, yeah, it's just bad. Everything's bad. Everything was bad. Nothing was good. Uh, and then the dough have some sort of weird alcohol taste to it, like the taste of tape. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like... It's a bad got, booze over yeah, there. Yeah, they got tape pizza. Uh, so I think all the Aussies are just like, this is maybe uh, Maybe man. he's talking about Vegemite. But he said the dough. Does Vegemite taste like tape? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I've just been eating a lot tape. of tape in my life. Yeah. 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 Turns out I've just been eating tape on toast for years. <laughs> you know when it's sticky and like filmy? Yeah. <laughs> you can't digest it and you get sick. Um, but that was, uh, that was the only other thing I found that I could relate to was, which I really found, find this interesting, was there's a local comedy scene there now. Is there? Well, I don't know if it's like booming, but uh, there <laughs> certainly is an open mic community oh, or page. And here's the thing that really blew my mind a little bit is that I, I've never done comedy in the, you know, um, you know, Asia or anything, but all the, like Singapore, everyone talks about Singapore clubs and all that. They're all in English, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's just expats and there are locals and who know English and they do comedy because they just think they grew up watching, you know, Western comedy and then they go, oh, I'm going to learn English. But all the comedy I could see was in Indonesian, which was pretty cool. But it meant like I didn't know what it was and I was pretty, <laughs> I was trying to find out, is it like relatable? Is it the same sort of humour? You know, and I couldn't find it, but they're all doing like little sketches online. And then I found, uh, so this is stand-up comedy, uh, what it translates to stand-up comedy Bangdong Regency, which I think Regency is like it's a, it'd be like the open mic there, right? I think it's a hotel. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's at the yeah. So it it looks like they do it at that hotel. Oh, okay. And uh, when they started the page, it was all in Indonesian, so I had to translate it. But um, I might try to pronounce it, and then I'll translate it. So it just says fan page, FB Ada, Twitter Ada, line number Ada, BBM like Blackberry Channel Ada. And then Tingal Paka Aja Nij Yang Belamada. And then I'm like, what's that mean? So it translates to Google and it says, so we have a Facebook fan page. There is a Twitter page. There is a line number. There is a Blackberry channel. The only thing there is not is a girlfriend who I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they got the same sense yeah. of humor, baby. <laughs> yeah. He's a superstar. I know. So I'm like, hats off to those guys. Like, uh, yes. It's universal, awesome. baby. Yeah. I know. But well, that, um, that corresponds with something I was just telling Emma before the show. Is like I was trying to like find stuff on uh, Reddit, which, you know, as hive of scum and villainy but like <laughs> just uh <laughs> i went on r slash indonesia and like the stuff that was in english was always i because i was searching specifically for bandung and so like 
in between like places being like you got to go here for breakfast like there's like fruit picking that pretty famous for strawberry picking i believe and then like between that there would be like other huge threads and they would all be commenting on women in jakarta and their taste in men and they mm. were always really crook and weird and it'd be like Amazing. women in jakarta they're all so pale they come over here just looking for guys from bandung with big feet and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's what? like what is big feet and like people were corroborating it being like yeah they all fucking love big feet in jakarta <laughs> I, I didn't get I didn't see the crook side of it, but I definitely saw a lot of people in Bandung who were like, Yeah, Jakarta people come here for the weekend and and, yeah, and, and it was like that, a bit of a Yeah, it's a bit of a like like get out of here, we're yeah. the locals and it was like and so they're like a coastal like everyone in Canberra goes to Bateman's Bay and everyone in Bateman's Bay fucking hates everyone yes, in Canberra. Exactly what it seemed like. But so they were treating it like a like a little holiday town, but it's like millions of people. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. so big. It's because when all the people from Jakarta come down, the traffic gets insane. Like you can't go anywhere. It takes hours to get anywhere. So like yeah. all the locals get a bit pissed off. And they just they just want their fashion and they want their big feeted men. <laughs> yeah. <stuff. laughs> yeah, so much. Well, that was the thing. A lot of people were like coming down from Jakarta, and the thing on like most comments from like people from Bandung was like, one on a weekend, don't. <laughs> just like you'll fuck our traffic up and you'll take on women with your gigantic feet. <laughs> That's why there's so much. Tra- because they're gonna lift the big fucking hoofs onto the accelerator and back onto the brake. <laughs> it takes five minutes. Oh, but I guess that was. And like, did you get up to much when you were there? Or was it sort of a boring, like, just school and like, I don't know, just yeah? What are you vibe? doing on a weekend? Yeah. Um, I thought it was boring, and now like, that I reflect back on it, I'm like, no, that was cooked. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Um, I don't know. I know. If, <laughs> I used to go to like, um just malls and stuff you go see movies because it's so cheap you can just go and like like your mum will give you like three dollars and you can go see a movie and get lunch and yeah. oh wow you know have a starbucks <laughs> it's, it, you, whenever i've gone to bali that is like it's so sad but is is the best thing is that you just are constantly amazed how much your ten dollars will and yeah. it just makes everything enjoyable you're just eating everything like this is the best two dollars i've ever spent you know and yeah. beers like everyone does that stupid thing where they come back the beers are so cheap but it it just makes your life I don't know. Like it is kind of so the unfortunate relaxing. intersection between celebrating it, but also being aware that you're the ugliest tourist. Because like, <laughs> I remember going to like Mexico and having like twenty American dollars and going to like a, a cigarette like shop and buying three packs of cigarettes and then having change to get seven beers. And I was just like, "This is fucking living." And I was also <laughs> like, "But this is also destroying their economy." Your, like, and your, you know, body. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> they, well, they don't care about that. <laughs> But I, I went to Bali when I was, I think I was 14 and we f- spent the first three days. So me, my brother, my dad, and my mom spent the first three days doing normal stuff. Dad would have done the whole itinerary. We got to go to this, that, and the other. And then on the third day or whatever, me and my brother found that they sold burnt PlayStation games for $2 each, like full games that worked. And not only like, we didn't even have a PlayStation even at home. So we just bullied dad into buying us a PlayStation on holidays. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Like dad, because dad is a bit of a nerd as well. So he, and then me and my brother spent four days playing PlayStation in the hotel room and mum's furious the whole time. <laughs> and we just, we just bought, and every time I got stuck at a game, I'd just be like, I'll just buy another game. So I just walked <laughs> down the beach, another $2, had like a stack of games that I got 9% through. Oh, and that was my holiday. And I'm like, this is the you best You made thing that is. guy's year. Like he would have seen you coming down the beach. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Because he's burnt and I'm like $2. That's, and he's just like copying off a plastic, Disc. Like it's not like he's buying importing them, you know. Yeah. So it's all profit to that guy. And um, yeah, we we had the best. And the other thing that I saw, which was like stupid, like so I would have been like the fourteen, so the same age as you mm-hmm. would have been there. So it was all that mindset. 
um, where everything was sort of weird, but I was trying to relate to stuff, but they had... Um, I, I, I never found anything that crazy, but I did see there was a McDonald's that sold fried chicken and did delivery. And I'll, my mind was, and I was like, mom, can you see this McDonald's? You know, they're just like KFC and pizza, McDonald's combined. You know? It <laughs> blew my mind when I came back and found out KFC was served with chips and not rice. Like that was oh, insane really? to me. Wow. How yeah. does the, like the, just rice in a Yeah, it's like, like a, a little box? like, uh, you know how they like fill cups up with rice and then it's like a little yeah, sphere, rice. but they just wrap it up in So paper. just regular steamed rice or? Yeah. We, oh, yeah. that sounds yeah. delicious. All right, we're going to, we're going to Bandung. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, of oh, just regular steamed rice. Like what would the bad example there be, Jamie? No, I was saying like in case they, just because Kentucky rice. fried chicken, fried rice, like but chicken it, fried rice or right, something like but that. But you would have been like, that's good as well, right? Yeah, there's no, <laughs> there's no doubt. Like, well, I'm not going to Bandung <laughs> now. It's they all magical. It's because you don't see magic in the world. Uh, I look around and I say everything is edible. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a hospital twenty times in the last six months. Oh, Belly full of tape. Actually, that's something kids at the um, Christian school used to do for fun was just go to the hospital together. What? Uh, <laughs> Why? Because it was so expensive in America. It was just like, something to do. <laughs> so what? I like don't know. to go around and look well, at like, sick people? No, or? someone would like need a foot X-ray and they'd like make a day out of it and like all go together. Oh, <laughs> to I got invited a couple times and I was like, How, no. <laughs> fucking size of this X-ray machine to get the X-ray of someone's foot. That's probably why you go because they're like, we got to go to the X ray building, and you're like, okay, cool. And you're like, no, no, the building is the X ray. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's fucking absurd. So that's, that's like a weekend activity for these American yeah. kids. I just, yeah, I remember getting a text from like my friend. She's like, what are you up to? And I was like, I just, I'm just like, do you want to come to the hospital? I was like, no. <laughs> if that's like a threat. Or <laughs> I'm sending you to the hospital, yeah. bitch. But is there any like excuse like this is what we, this is why it's fun? Was like, it some Christian thing where it was like, a cat? was it a Christian hospital? And no, I think it was just like. There's not much to do, and yeah, so right. whatever like activity, we're like, well, let's all get in on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you the, when you're approaching like 15, 16, what was it like, like vis a vis like drinking in the bar scene there? Were you? Uh, I didn't go near it. Um, I was especially drugs. I didn't touch or yeah. go near drugs no. in Indonesia. Um, but yeah, I, I was. That was just more of my. Tr- I was just like a bit of a late bloomer. I didn't really have any interest in drinking. Yeah, yeah. I would. I was the same when we went to Bali. Our, our security guard guy got everyone mushroom shakes, and I was like, "I'm leaving the house in case it gets raided." And I, <laughs> I, I stayed out all night. Oh, oh man. Yeah, so I was sad. paranoid about the Chappelle Corby thing when I went back. I, I don't know when I because I, I went twice, and the second time I was like, "Oh, that you just, it's just, you just got a believe- bag full of PlayStation games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't find it." <laughs> But I was just like, but I just 100% believe that she went over there and someone in just stuffed a backpack full of weed or boogie right. board. So I was just like, don't, that's my bag. No one, I didn't put weed in it. You know, like I was Bad just like, I'm going to be arrested. I was 7 to 16 or something like that. You know, <laughs> is it, is this, I didn't know. So are there obviously lots of drugs and stuff over yeah, there? People yeah, do yeah, that a lot. Amount, yeah. What police turn a blind eye? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of bribery. A lot okay. of. Yeah. I had no idea. And underage drinking is like, I think, because I'm, yeah, when I was, I'm trying to, because I went twice, but I think it was the first, the youngest time, then there was like, my mum and dad didn't, didn't give a shit, but they were like, 
it wasn't bintang, but there was some sort of like it's called like green sands or something. It was like this. Sh- it was like a shandy mm-hmm. in a bottle. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but I know. Yeah, I know and it was really now. not. I remember, but Sounds I was having delicious. it when I was like fourteen or something like that. And they were just like, yeah, the young fella have a half a beer, you know. And I'll, yeah, the, no one gave a shit. Like yeah, in the yeah. We could like there was a Seven Eleven next to our school, and they the school actually banned us from going there after school because kids were just going and buying. Like cigarettes and alcohol when they were like thirteen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Oh, you can't go there anymore." And we're like, "Well, you can't control what we do after hours." But then none of us went because we were too scared. We're going to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like I. Re- I have a friend who um, grew up in Jakarta, and he kind of left and came to Australia at the exact time I did. So we both had the same experience of being like international people uh, coming to Australia at thirteen and watching our friends get into bars like immediately and us being stuck like, well, well, there might be a party in a paddock this weekend, you know, like because everyone that like in Jakarta would be like, yeah, on the weekend, you just fucking go to the 7-Eleven, you buy a bunch of cigarettes and you could go into underage clubs and stuff. And in Holland, the, the age at the time to go into bars was 14. So everyone was just like, so I was getting these like fucking Jack Kerouac-esque emails from my <laughs> friend Gavin being like, yeah, we went to the club and then like we went broke into the music room at school and our friend Michael was playing the piano while we all passed around a J and life's pretty beautiful. And I was like, studying for a math test, Gethin. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be pretty good. <laughs> that was a big thing that they mentioned as well in that Lonely Planet I read was saying that like you can be put off or just, you know, the whole like culture shock thing of seeing children smoking cigarettes. Apparently there was just like a thing in indonesia yeah i think you can still like advertising cigarettes are still legal there right yeah yeah heaps so it's just anything goes like massive industry well isn't isn't the famous smoking baby from indonesia yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. there we go celebrity got to get him on the pod (laughs) (laughs) wonder what he's doing now (laughs) fucking hell of a smoker's voice (laughs) i um i found one other thing about bendung that i blew my mind well it just freaked me out i don't know if you remember this or it wasn't a thing and it's only a Western thing. But uh, do you know about the octopus house? No. Uh, okay, so there's... <laughs> <laughs> that's. So I'm excited to hear about it. <laughs> well, it's this. It's more just a visual, but apparently there's this house, or maybe, I don't know if it's still there, but there was this house that just had this enormous black octopus on the roof, <laughs> which nobody knew why it was there. And oh it's my the God. creepiest yeah. fucking thing. It's massive. It's so that's up. a that's a big octopus. I know, and, it, and it's like and it's like from far away you can just large. see this massive octopus yeah. on the roof, and it's just sitting there, and everyone's like, it's a weird house. No one knows what goes on there. And the other thing, they've got playing cards in the windows, like on the glass, and everyone thinks it's a satanic church. Which oh, of course, I think it's awesome. a satanic church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, but. Like apparently you drive, and it's one of those things. Someone was like, "Yeah, you're driving past, and it's sort of obscured by the other buildings, and so you don't really see it. And then all of a sudden, it becomes clear when it's really close to you, and then disappears again. And it just freaks everybody out. But oh it's this, Lord. and nobody knows. Like everyone's like, a, people are knocked there on the, and and you know you disappear and all this sorts of bullshit. But it just maybe that's why your old man was posted to Indonesia to take, <laughs> take out this satanic octopus. <laughs> But no, I didn't know if it was like a thing. It was maybe it's just like a West. Maybe Indonesian's like, yeah, we got bigger problems than a fucking octopus. You know what I mean? Like we well, got smoking babies. Yeah. Because you should send me the link, and I had a little look around. And the the thing that's intriguing that Alex mentioned is that like people have done dives into it, and no one is sure when or how it was made. Mm. Like one day that's there was awesome. no octopus house. <laughs> 
and then another day there was a big octopus house. Yeah. <laughs> That's so and, weird. But apparently yeah. because of its kind of, because the urban legend about it has spread about it being a satanic temple, apparently it gets raided by the police quite a lot. And most of the time, the findings are it's just like a family renting out an apartment. Now. <laughs> like, oh, so, like, the police are like, all right, we're coming in, we're taking these Satanists down. It's just like three people sitting having it's tea. It's an actual octopus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Come on, man. I yeah. thought I made that quite clear. <laughs> That's what I meant. My big feet just eight feet, you know? <laughs> He's in there practicing the drums. It's like a noise complaint from the neighbor. There was a sculpture um, next to my. My school was surrounded by like a whole heap of buildings, but one of them was a Catholic university. And there was a sculpture of like Mary on top of it. And it used to freak us out so much. And there was like an urban legend around my school that like she would weep. So we oh. used to like go and stand on the football field and just like watch it all of the <laughs> like, single tier. Like I'm a hospital now, nah, just gonna look at a statue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I got a big Hosp- weekend. Hospital's fucking lame. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? I'm hitting the yard and uh, watching a statue for <laughs> four and a half hours. Rumours are I was going to cry this time. Um. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, doing the research, like, it does sound like a nice place to visit and uh, and there are a bunch of, like, listicles about things to do visit there and, like, a lot of them are, like, the usual, like, see the architecture, go, like, fruit picking. Mm-hmm. But in the three articles I read, and this is, like, a place with so much history, it's, like, an Asian culture and all three places were, like, go glamping. And I was like, come <laughs> fuck on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, no, man. <laughs> it's like, we can, do, we can do anything. That yeah, industry yeah, yeah. like boomed when I left. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was just starting to pick up just before. Because all the like uh, hills surrounding, I didn't realize like how much of a bowl we were in while I was living there. And then I flew back in a few years ago and was like, what's with all this like beautiful mountain ranges around here? Yeah. yeah just yeah. forgot. But if you drive up to the mountains, it's just like, Absolutely stunning. Yeah. Mm. It was, that, that was one of the articles I found. It might have been a similar thing to you, Jamie, but it was a bunch of like, the whole thing was premised on like Instagrammable spots to go and yeah. you know, get a beautiful photo or whatever. I don't know if you know any of these places, but I was just reading through and there was nothing really great in it. But then all of a sudden these two place names uh, just cracked me up because it was other fantastic picture perfect places are one million balls. I don't know if you've been to One Million Haven't Balls. I haven't been to One Million Balls. I can't say I've had the pleasure. <laughs> and Dago Dream Park. Dago Dream Park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been okay. there. Yeah. <laughs> Dago. Wait, wait, wait for you to drop a slur. Yeah. Yeah. I was okay. like, oh, okay. They, they got their own Haberfield yeah. there then. Yeah, the like, Dago's are roofing people in the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did stuff. you think the park was in? <laughs> <laughs> that was a pizzeria. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, what's Dago Dream Park? Is that like their, you know, Wonderland or something? Uh, yeah, it's pretty It's just like a lot of... I don't know. Actually, maybe this isn't the same place, but there was like a place in Dargo that was like, I don't know what the right word is, root and tootin themed. How do you? Kind of like this place is the yeah, right Yeah, it was like a ranch and there was like wagons lying around and like all these like really sad horses just like <laughs> oh, being no. pulled around. Everyone's dressed up as cowboys. Oh. I think it's the same place. It's got to be. Yeah. Dargo Dream That Park. sounds like a heap of fun. Mm. Just going and then just like watching a guy like dressed as a cowboy and like dragging around this horse that's like 20 years old. Just They're all like dyed, like the hair's dyed pink. Oh, that like fucking rules yeah. as well. I think the horse's hair's dyed yeah, pink? Yeah. Why? Because that's rooting tootin, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I found a bunch my of mistake. Pe- I found a bunch of people who were, and it's again, it's like my stupid, you know, uh, joke riddled brain. But someone, it's like you got to go to Trans Studio Bandung, which is apparently just an yeah. indoor theme park or yeah, something yeah. like that. But I'm like, oh, everyone's going to be making fun of trans. Like, what is Trans Studio? But it's just, I don't even know what the trans. Trans is a TV channel in, right. in Dome, so it's like based off of the channel. 
But I thought it'd be a bunch of Westerners making stupid jokes in the reviews. But the only thing anyone complains about is that they charge full price even if you're six months old as a baby. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, hey, if you can smoke, you can ride the train. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But that was a big popular thing. But have you been there or you? Yeah, yeah, I went a few times. Is it like a big? Yeah. So what was it? Just an indoor? Just a big indoor theme park. It's like Dreamworld, but inside. Inside. Wow, that seems. They've got one roller coaster that goes outside. It's like a big track, and then you just go like up and then back down. You think? they'd have enough space to have one outside why, why do they need to put it that, that seems there's strange. something disconcerting about that being inside on a roller coaster well there was wrong. there was this other mall called bsm which was like bundung super mall and that had like an indoor theme park and i think they were trying to compete because they're in the same like area right so i guess that's maybe what was going on that's pretty good to have two indoor theme parks yeah. in one. Like yeah. a sleepy yeah. little getaway you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah from reading it does sound like it's kind of a concentrated like urban sprawl and then yeah. beyond that there's there's a jungle there's like an actual yeah. jungle that has like caves that the japanese made during world war Two and like dutch caves that yeah. were like apparently secret military bases well, they and hit stuff. all the treats uh during <laughs> world war yeah, II. yeah. My, they call it jamie's cave <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's in the, the surrounding area yeah 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 did so you get much like at school did they do excursions out there and anything oh like yeah that? yeah went heaps of places up we definitely went to the caves we went to tonkaban prahu which is the um, volcano went there. The big thing, the yeah, list, the big yeah. thing was that we went there, and then we had to all sit around and watch a guy cook an egg in like the volcanic water. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool. Yeah, yeah it was sick. Uh, did, he, what, did he poach it? Did he start spinning the water? Drop <laughs> yeah, it in. Yeah. Put a bit of dash of vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> um, the I read something about that volcano erupting in like 2013 or something. Yeah, Is when I was there, the volcano in Jogjakarta erupted. Um, and there was like, like ash, like sitting on our windsill and stuff. Oh wow! Jesus. But I was, I left just after the, or just before I would have too, the yeah. Bandung one erupted. Oh, you left oh, just before yeah. the Bandung. Was it bad? Was it one of those like? No, I don't think it was too bad. I think enough people got out of the way. I right. don't think it was like detrimental. Okay, yeah. just and do your do your egg in a <laughs> pot. <and> yeah. run, <laughs> yeah. So does the the volcano? Does that make the hot springs? Because apparently it's pretty famous yeah. for hot springs as well. Hot, hot springs are lovely. You have yeah. to go. <laughs> <laughs> I love hot springs. I don't think I've ever been to a hot spring. Ah, uh, bro. There's, they've got... Uh, don't open your eyes under the water. That's yeah. my hot tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Literally. poached eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they've got hot springs in Melbourne, Benzer. We could take a weekend away together. Oh, they got oh, okay. hot springs in Melbourne? Where? Apparently they do. Yeah, I think Danny went to, went yeah. to them one time. There's like a Japanese like hot spring bathhouse in the Blue Mountains as well, but I think it's like a fake hot spring. But also, if you want to go for That's a weekend away... That's called a bath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just guys want to have just a run me a bath. <laughs> I'm just trying to get Drew to have a bath with me. <laughs> but over one just whole... Just try to have a bath in yeah. general. Please, Cheryl. I've got a spa at my building now. You can come around any time, Jamie. Oh, baby. I've got a spa at my... i got a spa at my building too. Oh. You can come around any time as well. So <laughs> we're just making plans for the weekend. <laughs> so, Emma, when you got... when you So you left Bandung to come... Back to Canberra. Yeah. In, was it a culture shock reverse as well when you came yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Was it tough to sort of adjust? Yeah. yeah. I think because I came from a school that was like, I don't know how big your school was, but mine was like 14, 15 kids in my grade. Oh, wow. The whole school was like 300 people from like prep till year 12. Mm-hmm. And I came to the school that there was like uniforms and chapel services and like, I don't know, like even catching the bus was weird mm. and like kids were like going out to like malls on the bus. I just didn't, like, Outdoor I don't know how to explain it. It just didn't make yeah. sense Oh, I to yeah. me. absolutely agree with all that. Yeah. I, um, when my family first started, like, making plans to move here, they, like, were showing me schools and they were like, this is an all-boys school. And I was like, 
you're, this is a joke. Like these don't exist anymore. Like I just had no idea that all boys schools were still things. I'd just been so in like co-ed schools and I was like, you're not fucking sending me there. And then like the school I ended up going to, like we saw the uniform and it was the full tie blazer. And I was just like, you can't, f- I'm going to get, <laughs> I'm going to get beat up every day by kids wearing the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, at least girls no, won't see a chain. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, yeah. And uh, I, there's so much Australian slang that yeah, I, I had to find out what a gobby was. <laughs> <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> I used to I used to keep a diary of Australian slang oh, <laughs> so I could figure no. out what stuff meant. Oh, that rolled. But like, there's so much stuff that like now is just so ingrained in my vocabulary. You forget how weird it sounds when you go back to England because people don't say heaps anywhere apart from Australia, mm. and heaps is just any volume bigger than like two Australians <laughs> say yeah, heaps. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, I had heaps of beers. And it's like, you had three. Yeah. And it's like, I guess like the English equivalent would be, be like, I had loads, you know? Yeah. And it's like, but that was one that I figured out really quick. And I, but I used to write them all down and like send them to my friends back in Holland being like, these are funny. And also help me figure out what they mean. And like, because you hear them in speech and people with broad Australian accents that I wasn't used to either, I would just write stuff down. Like, I'd never heard the term Nigel before. Like, mm. I had heard the name Nigel in England. Yeah, plenty of times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. And, uh, like, I understand, once I understood the connotations of, like, oh, his name's Nigel, it means Nigel, no mates. Like, God. But for a while, like, people would say, what is it? They'd use it in all sorts of, like, if you were put on your own, you'd be Nigelated. And so people would say, like, <laughs> Nigel... But, like, in an Australian accent, they'd be like, yeah, you, fuck Jamie's got nodulated. So I was like, I wrote it down as nodulated, like, adulated, but with an N-A-R <laughs> in the front. And I was like, they've got this weird word for being a loner. It's called nodulation. And I was like, I don't know what a nodule is. You I don't know. what an anthropologist or something. Yeah, <laughs> but it took notes. me ages to feel. I think it took me about a year and a half. And I fucking dropped a couple of nodules in there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, fuck, Justin's been nodulated. And they were just like, yeah, he has. Uh, okay. How did so? How did you find out what gobby meant? Did you have to... Were you using it? Just throwing it around not knowing and then someone's like, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It was like... Um, I think I just heard some people talking about it and I was like, huh, what's a gobby? <laughs> 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 it's like, uh, get your diary out, G. Uh, how you Two Bs? A friend of mine very politely pulled me aside and told me. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> but nobody knows, like, when... The first time I heard the word gobby, I mu- no, no one pulled me... Like, even if you're an Aussie... You just have to pretend you know these things. I remember kids at school, I think I've told them the story that people was just starting calling each other dildos and I didn't know what the fuck a dildo <laughs> was. I'm like, you're a fucking dildo. That's mate. classic. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Like- yeah. And then eventually you figure it out. But I guess it's all like all at once when you come in. To a my, yeah. my friend, I won't do that. He, he tells a story, but uh, he, but I won't do it in, in full. You'll understand why. But he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he worked for uh, Westpac and he was on a conference call with these Japanese uh, businessmen. Oh, no. And so he would do the voice. But I'm not going to do the voice. <laughs> but it's not making fun of that. It's more making fun of him. And he was talking about it. And he's like, yeah, we were just t- telling that, you know, that they were doing some deal or whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll get all the numbers. We'll throw them in the combobulator and then we'll move on. And then they were like, oh, thank you. Miss-. This is where he does the voice. So I'm not going to do the voice. <laughs> he's like, thank you, uh, Mr. Aria. Um, yeah, that's great. What What is a combobulator? <laughs> and then he spent seven minutes trying to explain what a combobulator meant. <laughs> And they just kept going off the call and then talking to each other and coming back. So, like a calculator? And he's like, sort of, yeah. Uh, it's just <laughs> slang and it's trying to explain what that meant. And until you say something ridiculous like that, you yeah. wouldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is so difficult. And yeah. you just you just 
don't realize how much stuff that you say that is just so different in everyday life. I yeah, think. yeah, I feel like I had to like change a lot of how I was speaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So speaking like, English for yeah. starters. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I dropped a heaps perfectly in a sentence, I was like, oh, fucking give me the citizenship test. You know, I've got this. <laughs> I've got my diary. <laughs> I can take you notes, crib in notes on it. I when I did a gig overseas and I, I used the word brekkie in a, in a set, in a bit, and... People are like, what the fuck's brekkie? And I'm like, breakfast, brekkie. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I'm like, that, that wouldn't never have crossed my mind yeah. until yeah. I actually said it and then maybe the joke bombed. But no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I mean, no, it's not brekkie. It's I like remember, the joke is unfunny. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I did the joke and it bombed and then I was like talking to a comic and I'm like, it's like, what is brekkie? And I had this whole like, oh, that's why they didn't want. Because after that, four other bits didn't get a laugh either. But everyone was still thinking about breaking, right? I guess. Uh, but well, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I have the Berenstain Bears effect thing. Was like, I just the, the first time I went back, like uh, from Australia, like overseas. Like I said, I dropped a casual Maccas to a friend, and they were like, "What's Maccas?" And you're like. I thought we'd been calling it that all along, you know? Like, people in America get genuinely confused when you're like, where's Maccas? Yeah. And it, it's just such a weird thing. Mm. Yeah, just yeah, the yeah. intricacies of language and bombing jokes with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the language. Oh, man. One thing I found out about, while we were looking up Octopus House, I found something... <laughs> I found something that is apparently, like cultural tradition in Bandung and I couldn't figure out if it was like horrifying or like a super cool thing that they do. Smoking it, baby by the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it's ram fighting. Have you heard of yeah, ram fighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently ram fighting is like a huge thing there where like and it and it's like fight club almost. Like you can't like just go to you like www.ramfights.com.indonesia and then book a ticket. Like apparently like it pops up and you've got to be in the know with people and get to ram fights. But the, it's just... It just sounds like cockfighting with a shit. Well, yeah, it's pretty much the Yeah, same kind thing. of, except like the way... It's like heavyweight cockfights. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like I, I, I didn't want to go too far into it because I was like, I'm not sure how horrifying... Because like cockfighting is literally horrifying. Like the those cocks fight each other to the death and like a lot of times they have blades and yeah. stuff in them i'm assuming the ram fighting there's not judges like no no there <laughs> fucking is <laughs> what? that's the thing with ram fights it's they win it on points and raises the sheep's hand at the end <laughs> you're joking you're joking but that is that's what? true it says okay so here it is a, a pair of referees one for each animal keep track of the fight's progress scoring is done based on several factors including the strength of each fighter's blows and the poise and overall beauty of the ram Judging can be a difficult job. Yeah, judging is a difficult job. You're <laughs> yeah. attracted to Ram. Yeah, yeah. It's a hot Ram. <laughs> the points. crowd keeps a sharp eye on the scoring and cries foul about any perceived discrepancies. The refs also safeguard the welfare of the fighting Rams, quickly ending the fight if it looks like either animal is injured. It's not just pride that is on the line. Winning breeders often walk away with valuable prizes like household appliances or even motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So they, they get yeah. these Rams and basically they watch them butt heads and based on techniques, they score them like boxing so it will be like he got that round 10 to 9 yeah. based on form and of course beauty yeah. which they should do in regular boxing yeah Holyfield but man look at that look at those thighs glistening look at that jawline baby but apparently as well they um that I was so they were saying like someone was writing about how hard it was to access and that kind of gave me pause of like oh is it illegal or is it dangerous like cockfighting? But the fact that they seem to have some kind of reverence for the 
Rams and like they get them away when it's injured. But then like it seems then I was, better than Cole yeah. Cole. But then I was thinking like about that's probably like the same way people read about like horse racing here, where yeah. they're like they feed it and then like when it goes, they're like, oh no, we shoot the fucking thing in the head the moment it falls over. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but they were saying that the Rams also wear they wear clothes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the beauty. So it's like don't can't they just get people to fight like <laughs> yeah. doing every single thing? They've got a weigh in and everything. They well, got so, a trash talk. Like, well, uh, uh, so it's eight. Uh, so it's ages old. Apparently, what did you just say to me? Uh. <laughs> it um it dates back to uh, the Sudanese kingdom of the fifth century, what? and uh, so and it's Sudanese, not Sudan. Africa, it's like Sudanese. Is Sundanese, sorry. Sundanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pronounce yeah. that wrong. And it's called Adudomba. Uh, and it's a, it was a sport of royalty. And so, like, they'd watch it in honor of, like, Hindu deities. And um, it says since, like, they've converted to Islam. But the sport is, like, uh, withstood the test of time. But basically, like, all the Rams get, like, a triangular uh, silver pendants that they wear so they all have their own necklaces but which is they all get a medal there you go yeah. <laughs> but it says during the more pre- that's why they're all so soft yeah, yeah. Like participation trophies <laughs> it says here during the more prestigious fights they are dressed in leather coats which fucking oh, rules yes. oh, that's the referee's and sunglasses smoking a cigarette yeah. hey yeah, so well, they win the motorbikes and they just get on it and they're like that's <laughs> what the Lonely Planet writer meant by a city of punks and prayer it yeah. was the punk <laughs> section the rams so it says like and it packs out and like people so this is where it sounds like a little weird like they, so to get like the rams like in the mood to fight like they just have them in some arena and play like fucking trumpets and drums until their rams get agitated enough to start hitting each other in the head just <laughs> that sounds cruel yeah and uh, so they put like fences up but they make like a day of it and apparently like there's a house band for it as well like a, the, there's always like instruments and like a woman singing like traditional songs while Ram's the rams done. fight the and Ram like, fighting players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a comedian that comes on halfway through. He's like, why don't I have a girlfriend? <laughs> hey, what about this Ram? What do you reckon? <laughs> Pretty beautiful. But so, yeah, it's a, apparently, like, the whole time, like, there's drums beating just to keep the Rams pumped up. It would be, like, the equivalent of, like, list, your fight song. Yeah. Listening to heavy metal music before you go on or it something. It sounds like, I mean... I want to see one. It sounds quite spectacular. Yeah. So, so, like, in the end, similar to a boxing match, if neither of the fighters runs away or falls down. So, basically, like, the ram... I, I guess a knockout or a technical knockout would be if the ram... A knockout would be if a ram falls down. A technical knockout would be if the ram runs away. But if that doesn't happen, they do score it based on points. And a ram can gain points not only for its boldness in attacking, but also due to the attractiveness of its... Again, they're talking about how hot the rams are. <laughs> These are two different articles, by the That's way. That's a running theme. But, yeah, so had you ever heard of the ram fights? Uh, yeah, I'd heard of the ram fights. I passed a few... Like when we're driving up near the mountains and stuff. You can um, hear or you can see. Oh, like you, you just pass like, I don't know, like fields and there's right. groups of people. There's always something going so on. So were they yeah, like yeah, pretty, pretty Ram huge. wearing a cummerbund? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to win. <laughs> Is that Ram operating a dishwasher at just one? You know? <laughs> I'm like 80% sure my parents broke up a dog fighting ring across from our house. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. Because they used to, I used to live like in at the top of a valley and there was like a big village on the other side of the valley. And like always on Sundays, you just hear these like dogs like going off. Yeah. And we always sound a bit weird. And then one day it just stopped. And I asked my mom about it one day. And she's like, oh yeah, that was a ring. I think we made some calls. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. See your old man up there with a the yeah. fucking Glock. Yeah. I just love the idea that Emma's dad is some sort of superhero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite photo that I have of my dad from when we lived there was um they... 
uh, Islam has this holiday called Idul Adha, mm. and that's it's basically where they like sacrifice a lamb or a sheep and then donate all the meat to like poorer communities. It's like a charity thing. Mm. Um, but during this time, like especially when you're driving to school, just along all the sides of the roads are just like goats for sale, like heaps and heaps of goats. And then the day after, after they've all been slaughtered, they like it's just goat parts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my my favorite photo of my dad is we went for a walk around one of the villages the day after, and there were all these guys on the side of the road. There's just all these lamb and like goat heads lined up, and my dad's like let's take a picture. And he goes and gets down with these two guys and they're all like <laughs> giving peace signs and holding up goat's heads. Oh <laughs> and then he made it our desktop background for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sounds like a fucking Slayer album cover or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's insane. The only other thing I found, cause I was looking for nightclubs, but it's a, <laughs> it's a, um, yeah. Cause it's like a Muslim majority country. Yeah. And like, I'd only been to Bali, which is, uh, they're all Hindu there, like although there's obviously a lot of Muslims as well. But so that I think that that's probably why there's a little bit more, uh, you know, alcohol and stuff like that's allowed. But the um, but there is some nightclubs, um, and one was called um, Amnesia Pub and Club, which doesn't sound great. Yeah, well, uh, I think uh, I've uh, heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone was just like, "Worst club in Bandung. The crowds are old dudes." It's crap. The music sucks. Even the elevator sucks. So I don't know what the <laughs> fucking Marco's got high standards. He's like, you know. And then, um, and then every other club just is full of, I guess, very devout Muslims just going, this is absolutely haram. This is haram. <laughs> and then, so there's one guy and I clicked on his thing and he just reviews everything in Bandung that's slightly haram. Uh, there's a pork shop. He's like, this is haram. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is haram. So that's his like militant Muslimism is one star reviews on Google. So look, that, that, good on you, Aldi. That's great. Oh, that was his name. Uh, but yeah, I guess it wasn't like, the, it would be a bit weirder of a drinking culture and a nightclub sort of thing there. But did you yeah. go, when you went back, did you go out at all? I went to a bar when I went back, which was strange. Because mm. yeah, I just hadn't been to one in Bandung before. So mm. it was a new experience. But it was just like norm. It was just like a bar. I don't yeah. know. Right. I know my older sister went out a fair bit. Um, and she had some like Shout harrowing out to experience. Shout out to Rachel. She'll, yeah. she'll love that. <laughs> <laughs> just got <laughs> ourselves a new listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she always like, I think she went out when she was like 16, 17. And she always came home with some like harrowing tales of like men offering to like by her oh. And, like oh. and their feet were so small <laughs> so tiny of those little stumps mate <laughs> you your feet I thought you were going to say like your men offering to buy her too many drinks no buy oh, her no, 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 yeah. that's way worse <laughs> oh, oh wow Jeez. there is a street apparently in Bandung known for its fashion called Jeans Street Jeans yeah, Street yeah in Chi Walk yeah yeah and it's apparently just <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm familiar yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jeans is cool. in like pants jeans, jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jean Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jean Street. And there, there was Intersex like a photo of uh, like Jacket a, Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's like a huge jean shop with like the Superman logo, which it's I assume these, hasn't like, been cleared. But. Superhero sculptures like down, but like bad. Like, I don't know. I find okay. it. I've, one of my favorite things is when like you either draw something or sculpt something and it's just like a bit wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. It's all these like, yeah, superheroes that are just like a bit off. Right. Very funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> Superman <laughs> with like light brown hair or something, you know, like a 
Yeah. Nose slightly or, off. Yeah, it's like not an S. There's like a G yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, what does that blue. stand for? <laughs> it's called like most powerful man. <laughs> it's like those fucking toys you get in like Haymarket where it's like always like Captain yeah. America and they're like Mr. United States. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like a, like a bad American flag on him and stuff. But everything's just like, I mean, not everything, but when I like when I went to Bali, yeah, all the clothes were just like, you know, knockoffs, I guess. A lot of the brand. So yeah, you just see like, you know, uh, Ralph Lauren Polo with like the yeah the horse it's just a, a, it's a horse's head yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, Emma's yeah. dad is but grabbing I it. I don't know if it was just they're being very lazy or trying to get around some sort of cop. Like, hey, it's not actually Superman, all right? You know, yeah. look at him; he's got a mohawk. You know, <laughs> maybe it's well, yeah. They like. were saying that like because um, a lot of the stuff there is a certain percentage of stuff that is knockoffs that they sell for a huge profit. So Jane Street is kind of thriving for people from who go from Jakarta and go down to Bandung and they're like, we gotta fucking hit Gene Street, baby. Mm. That's it, that's the go. Getting that's where I want to go. Other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get an incredible Hulk pair of jeans. Just tears off. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk pair. <laughs> I thought you meant like green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want green jeans that I wear. Um, one other question we had is, uh, so if you were to spend 24 hours in Bandung mm. and you had to do something at morning, afternoon and night, what would you recommend? Oh. Hospital in um, the Hospital for sure. <laughs> hospital, <laughs> statue, <laughs> ramp fight. <laughs> We've done it. <laughs> um, oh, perfect day. Yeah, that's a good question. I guess it just like depends what you're into. Because the problem with, uh, especially the traffic in Indonesia is if you want to do something, it takes like a whole day. Right. So like going out to see, I would always recommend like the more naturey stuff. So like either go to um, the volcano or I think the they charge like exorbitant prices to go to the volcano now. Um, but there's a place called, I can't remember, actually I can't remember what it's called, but it's this big like sulfuric lake that's like tur- bright turquoise. Oh, wow. And you can only be there for 15 minutes because otherwise you breathe in too many fumes. There's like a big sign that says like, please don't spend more than so 15 minutes do down you there. get to get in Kawaputi, it or do you have called. to... It, you just look at it. You just look. It. It's stunning. It's super yeah. pretty. But it takes like, I think it's only like 50 kilometers away, but it will take you like three hours to get there. So oh. would it be like highly toxic to get in the lake? Oh, you would die for sure. Okay. But like go off king. Okay. We'll see about that. I'm going to see what it tastes like. Looks like candy. Turquoise is traditionally a delicious color. So that I have no regrets. <laughs> Jamie just <laughs> Oh shit. So that's a that's a that's a whole day. That's pretty much yeah, what you Or like do. the tea plantations and hot springs, that's like a that's a good way to spend a day. That's probably where I'd go if yeah. I went back for a day. Wow. So yeah. you said that the volcano charges exorbitant price to go in. Like what yeah. what what do they do there? Like a, is it like a hiking trails and then you can go to the very top and see stuff, or is it just like that's it? Oh, it's money. it's kinda like you can walk around it. Like I don't think you can it's like a crevice so you go like to the top and like walk Trying around the base of it. ask if you can eat the lava. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do get an egg on entry. <laughs> cook one of them up. But oh. I mean, so have they set up their own kind of like attractions there to kind of There's be a like, lot of just like vendors there. Yeah, the that's top. what I yeah. assume. People being like uh, with singlets being like, I saw the you volcano. You can buy cool fur hats. I got a fur hat there. Oh, yeah. Hat. I don't think it's real it's fur. It's a tropical country. Yeah, I don't, it looks like one of those Russian ones with like the flaps? Like, yeah, yeah. So cool. Uh. <laughs> but I mean, like, probably not necessary when you're standing well, on top of a fucking there. volcano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cold at the top. So oh, really? Oh, really? They sell, like, jackets See? and stuff. But Learning they, something. Wow. But that's a thing, like, any parks or anything, like, when I was in, like, the monkey forest there in, um, 
in Bali, it's like it's just literally a, a park over with a million monkeys there. Oh, that's and they're like, like oh, you know, it costs money. You got to pay to get in, and then you know, and then you just get attacked by monkeys, and you leave. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh they are so fun though. It's yeah. fun. It's definitely not worth the money, but it's like the the. It's just a tax on tourism, which is totally fine. Mm. Like, because otherwise, you know, that, yeah. you know they also charge like um, different prices for foreigners as well. Oh, so if you nice. have like a Kitos or like a visa, you yep. get charged less. And then if you're a local, you get charged even less. Yeah. Wow. See, that's yeah. what, yeah, that's good. I went to the one in Japan, the monkey park there. It's just so funny watching people not pay attention to the rules and then the monkeys like absolutely rinsing them. Oh. Like it's monkeys just like, stress me out so it's much. like you can't have your shit. And like I saw like I think three families lose valuables to the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, don't get them out, you idiot. Uh, they said, I love monkeys. Like man. don't feed or like don't turn your backs to the monkeys and stuff. And I just remember watching like. <laughs> don't turn your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, dis- don't, dis- <laughs> don't disrespect the monkey. Getting fucking choked <laughs> out by piggy monkeys. <laughs> I just was like this lady was sitting, this tourist was sitting on a bench and she was eating a pack of chips. And I just saw this monkey coming from behind and I was just sitting there watching like it's gonna be so good <laughs> and then he just and I watched as he creeped up he was just like this little <laughs> monkey dude and she was just sitting there just eating the chips and he just fucking went shrink, snatched the bag like under her arm like that grabbed this whole bag and then ran up the tree and just sat in the tree ate the chips and looked out of it and like this monkey rules and she freaked out and I'm like I saw the whole thing coming baby. that was great but you can pay you could pay to get the mon- uh, monkeys to jump on you like a guy would like um uh, you know, corral them to jump on you and then take a photo yeah. with a monkey on you. But th- it was just literally like waving a fucking berry on your head and then yeah. a jump on mm. your head and then eat the berry. And I'm like, oh, this is too I much. I got a photo with a monkey in Las Vegas. Like, <laughs> this, this random lady was sitting out on the strip with a monkey with a collar and like a leash and she was just charging people to take photos with it. And I was like, I'm going to stay here for quite a while. And I'm just dishing out. We had all these photos with the monkey. Hannah, I have met a friend. Uh, <laughs> a friend for life. <laughs> how's the, uh, does, uh, I know Bali obviously is rife with this kind of bullshit, but like how's the novelty t-shirt industry go in Bandung? Oh, sick, pops off. Yeah. <laughs> That's like what it's there for. Yeah. It's just heaps of factory outlets. My dad used to get off my dad. My dad has this shirt. It got he got banned from wearing it to my school in Australia. <laughs> it's, it's just the Facebook logo, and it just says fake boobs. <laughs> yes, oh. that rules. Yeah, I love this guy. Just, and he's like, "Why can't I wear?" And he got asked to take it off once in an airport. Um, he was in like the Virgin Lounge, and this like woman yeah, was no, like, "No place for boobs in the she Virgin." She was like, um, "We've had some complaints about your T-shirt. Can you please remove it?" And he just went, "No." <laughs> Just really gonna take Went it off and show you my real boobs. Like, yeah. you know, like, Sits there what? shirtless the entire time. And they're like, oh, thanks. That's a lot better. Oh, but that's what all the, all the you know, knock, and I've been to like Thailand as well. It's the same thing. It's just all knockoffs, 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 and then just really obscene, jokey sex shirts. And it's just like my friend got this shirt that he used to wear around that was just like, it was, it was a T-shirt of a photo of another big fat guy who had a shirt on that just said, I fuck on the first date. <laughs> and it's just like this huge fat guy that says I fuck on the first date on a, on his own shirt, you know. And my friend would walk around. He's got that in Bali or Thailand or somewhere. And there's everything is just like ah, uh, you know, twenty dollars is uh, the price of the blowjob I got. Or so it was all these yeah, just, yeah. just jokingly. I don't know if they know how like if it's just you know like in Indonesia and that that the, the, the you know people are like ah oh, this is a joke that you would wear to the shops or they just think Aussies are so stupid they'll buy this I think it's the latter they're aware there have been conversations I've had with like friends where it's like ultimately when comedy does not work out 
you can just move to Bali and make novelty shirts. And like, and it's just so much easier. You'd be crushing it over there. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. With, with our fucking mind for jokes honed from open mics, <laughs> we could probably make the most offensive yeah. shirt ever. I, I got a good idea for one. We get Jamie in a shirt that says, I fuck on the first date. We take a photo. We put that on another shirt. Yeah. We're sorted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamie, I'm sure your T-shirts, you're just doing a bunch of Drake memes about Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> like, yeah, no yeah. one's buying them. <laughs> <laughs> But there are the, I mean, there are the coolest ones in bar. And I, like, it's just fun to see how cynically they are designed and how many people fucking still buy and wear them. Yeah. yeah. Or oh, the other yeah. thing were enormous bottle openers shaped like a cock. Have you oh, seen yeah. them? Wooden. Very funny. I've got <laughs> so, and it's And it's also like not even, the, the, the bottle opener part is on the end, so it's a metal piece. And then it's just like a massive wooden cock this big for the leverage you needed for some reason. Like there's no <laughs> need for it to be, it could be any shape and it's just this big veiny wooden dick. Yeah. And I mean, like, no, it's about the girth anyway. Not yeah. <laughs> In my first share house, I ended up with three of those wooden things. <laughs> just because people go to Indonesia and they come back and always like it's funny because like the wooden cock crafted very well out of wood the metal bottle opener part shit so like after like using it like 50 times the metal thing would just snap off and you'd be like i just guess i got a wooden dildo (laughs) what can i I use this it's like i'm still gonna keep it in the kitchen drawer you know (laughs) you're in the kitchen on doing as many bottles (laughs) (laughs) this thing won't fucking snap off (laughs) they're so flimsy (laughs) just like slamming it against the wall Uh, Uh, should we ask the final question yeah Yeah, let's let's ask that final question emma you, in an uh, ideal future, you've gone on to achieve great things in comedy. Every every dream you've had is achieved. Uh, when all is said and done, would you move back to Bandung? Uh, probably not. I just don't think that there's much there for me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not even that Western income retiree, because a lot of people, uh, again, about Bali and that they they sort of make a lot of money and then they go over and just live, effectively live the last thirty years of their lives on holiday, really. But they mm. buy a house and stuff mm. like that. But you don't think it's got the... Yeah, I hear this room at the octopus house. Got a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do assume yeah. some of that though, Emma, might be like kind of due to... Because I've thought about moving back to Holland like a bunch of times. It's yeah. a lovely place and I love visiting Don't it. you dare. And I, <laughs> and I could and we'll do them by Zoom, don't worry. And uh, <laughs> But like a lot of it was like when I lived there at a certain time, I had a certain amount of friends, but because they are all in international schools, when they leave, they go to university. So no one is in Holland anymore for me to see. Mm. So like, I assume that's probably similar to Bandung. And well, actually a lot of my friends are still oh, living really? back there. Yeah. I, just, I think it's just like, I absolutely love the place. I'll go back and visit heaps. Yep. But yeah, I think living there, you down. have to like, you have to have a specific type of job to yeah. live there and, yeah, yeah. Oh, I said, but you could yeah. join, you could prop, prop up a player that. at a ram fight. <laughs> <laughs> but you could tr- prop up that comedy scene. <laughs> can I? Um, t- I was telling my mom that I was doing this because I was like asking about a story. Can I tell you the most insane story? Oh my yes. god! Yes, yes. Oh, from Indonesia. I I was not aware of this at the time. My mom only told me about this recently. But there was this kid I went to school with, and he got dengue fever. I think three times while we were at school. <laughs> what? Wow. Um, and all three times he was in hospital for like two weeks, which is like pretty. Like dengue fever is bad, but like all the kids I knew who went to hospital for it were in there for like a couple days. Mm. And every time he came back, he was like a little bit different. Like he was a bit like dumber. Like (laughs) he he poured water on an oil fire in chemistry. I don't know. Oh, wow. Anyway, we (laughs) talk. My mom was telling me, she's like, do you remember this kid? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember him. He was like always sick. And she's like, yeah. 
Um, his parents were so rich that they paid for him to be put in a medically induced coma every time he had dengue so that he wouldn't complain. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. Coming that, back a little bit different makes sense. <laughs> Is that why he was getting dumber? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Evil. They own the octopus house. These yeah. fucking yeah. Yeah. Satanists. They're yeah. like, uh, they're just doing the, the cost benefit analysis of that versus a babysitter because they want to. Like, two weeks away. Hold on. Just inject a bit of dengue in his teeth every time they want to go fuck for a week or something. We'll know. get him a nice oh. who farted shirt. As <laughs> who oh. farted me on a gas fire? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. That's insane. Yeah. Shout out to that guy if he. I sincerely hope he has not caught dengue fever since. <laughs> yeah. The ninth time I got the ding. Uh, yeah. oh, he's dealing with cool. corona right now. He's in an iron lung somewhere. In <laughs> corona. All right. All right. Emma, Thanks, you got something um, to plug? Your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter uh, stuff? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. You can follow me on that. I'm e.maholland. <laughs> <laughs> nice and easy for the yeah, folks. Nice and easy. Is that like my lady or is that Maholland John? Indeed. <laughs> uh, I don't really have anything going on though. Yet, yeah, so. no one does. This yeah. is it. This is the highlight of everyone's life. Well, thanks um, for coming on. Thanks yeah, for, thanks for having Thank me. You. And everyone, thanks for listening. Just like, please, subscribe, please, yeah. rate, review. review. We want review we us want on this. iTunes. Lots of them. Please. A lot of five stars. Download yeah. on a bunch of burner accounts. Talk about um, how, yeah, yeah. how hot we are. There are only so many fake reviews we can keep writing. Um, Send Jamie Dutch yeah. treats so he doesn't move. Mention <laughs> uh, yeah. how small I look next to Alex on this video. Yeah. <laughs> This is like, it is like I've got to pick him up like this or something like that in the distance. It's uh, all right. Uh, uh, thank you, everyone. Thanks, for everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.